Welcome back to the Being a Teenager Sucks podcast. Yes, welcome back. We're going to hop right into it today. But before we start, my name is Jillian Rose and I'm here with Megan. We would absolutely love it if you would go follow our Insta. So link in the description and let's get started. So today we're going to be talking all about dreams. So I feel like this is a topic that like is interesting to everyone. Like if you have absolutely nothing to say about yourself, you have the most boring life ever, you can still say you've had an interesting dream. So I feel like a lot of people love to discuss their dreams, figure out what they're about, and that's what we're going to be doing today. I'm going to first start off with the definition of a dream. Dreams are hallucinations that occur during certain stages of sleep. They're strongest during REM sleep, or rapid eye movement stage, which is what REM cycle means. Dreams occur in the REM cycle, and you will be less likely to remember it if it occurs in the REM cycle. Uh, much is known about the role of sleep in regulating our metabolism, blood pressure, brain function, and other aspects of health, but it's been harder for researchers to explain the role of dreams. When you are asleep, your brain is still working, but it's like the logical thinking part of your brain is turned off. Dreams are autobiographical thoughts about the things in your life, conversations, thoughts, and recent activities. A dream could be like, it's kind of like you have a therapist, kind of, like you work out like issues in your brain that like you maybe don't think of during the day. Your brain makes connections regarding your feelings that your conscious self would make. That was the long form definition that we got from healthline.com if you want to learn more. There are many different roles that people believe dreams have, like what they're supposed to do. Look, I'm... I'm going to admit I'm a bit skeptical about the whole dreams thing. Yeah. Well, like I mean, said, but I guess we can present two different viewpoints. Well, like the person, like the scientists are obviously still a little bit confused by them. There's not an exact science to dreams. They're I'm crazy. skeptical because my dreams are all, they all just don't make sense. It's just, dreams are just a manifestation of your self-conscious. It's not supposed to tell you anything. I mean, I would say you can learn more about yourself and things that, like, impact you in your dreams. But a few of the things that, a few of the suspicions that scientists have that dreams, the role of dreams are supposed to be, are dreams as fight or flight training, which basically this, like, feeling is heightened in your dreams. So maybe it's supposed to train you for, like, fighting or running like okay. in real life well i or don't the survival instinct i've never okay i know that this is like a thing where like people have nightmares and like it gets your heart racing and it just is really scary but i don't really get scared in dreams like i just don't like i get stressed in dreams i get like have anxiety in dreams but i don't really get scared like something scary could be happening and I would wake up and I'd be like oh of a, dr- a dream but it wouldn't and I wouldn't feel afraid in the dream well, but I know I think that's the weird thing about dreams like why I'm so intrigued by them is like it's different for every person and it's such a weird concept you know yeah so I guess some people may only feel specific emotions in their dreams like, Megan, I really don't feel like you get scared of almost anything anyways, so... 
That's not right? true. Like, what, I are you, do. what are you scared of? The old Percy Jackson official art. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, for real, for real. Um, like, you mean, I'm- I'm Like, what, like, in the world, like, you don't want to uh, do or you would see and you would be scared? Like, my greatest fear is dying alone. Okay. So that would probably be more a feeling of anxiety than fear. I mean, like okay. I feel like fear, someone argued that they're the same thing in different manifestations. Fear is more like, I feel like fear is more all like more like attack like like fear okay. something's well, getting you. Whereas I'm not really scared of that because I don't really see it ever. See, being, that's like, why I don't think you're like scared in your dreams. Look, I have a friend, and she thinks of you know worst case scenarios a lot, and she. She might, like, I'm not really scared of, like, something that I don't think is really that reasonable of happening. I'm a, I'm scared to take the food out of the oven because I'm scared that I could get burned because that's something that could happen. But I'm not scared of being eaten by a shark because I'm not, at the, uh, I'm not in the ocean and I don't see a shark, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? <sighs> I guess so. Look, I just, I don't know, I don't... I feel like you don't think about things that, like, could get you as much as I do. I don't! Like, and that's why you don't have scary things happen to you What do you dreams. think could get you? Like, literally everything. Okay. Like, sometimes I'm just like, about- think how scary it is to just go outside your house. Okay. Like, you go outside, you drive. Someone could hit you, you could die. You go outside, you're just open. Someone could shoot you, you die. You go okay. outside, you're... First of all, what about the zombies, virtual reality? That was scary. I'm scared of that. Uh, where we had to shoot zombies, and mm-hmm. they kind of... We were not good. We got overrun, and, um... The zombies started, like, swarming us. And we were just screaming, like, literally our brains out, and it was... Um, it was not fun. Yeah. It was not no, a game. It the was shark fun. VR. Oh, yeah. There's also one. A virtual reality, that's what scares me. Where you can, like, go in and pretend that you're in, like, a shark cage and then the door gets ripped off and the shark's, like, swimming around you. I'll tell you what scared me. That one spider that one time. Don't you remember? No contact. No, <laughs> hey, remember? So you, there was a spider in the bathroom and you came in and told me to come and get it. <laughs> And so I was trying to get it, and I got it, and I put it, and I flushed it down the toilet. But then the spider, this spider was immortal, and and it escaped from the toilet as I was flushing it. As the toilet was flushing, the the spider escaped, and that was when I saw the face of Satan himself in that spider, and I was terrified. As I would, one should be in I, that experience. I would much rather try and go free the spider and put him outside, but y'all, it was a scary spider and I didn't know what to do, so I called Megan and Megan's solution was to flush it down the toilet, which uh, did not end up working, and we were both, like, terrified. Yeah. Yeah. That that scares me. That spider. Okay, back on track. Another role that... Another role that dreams are supposedly supposed to have is a dream as your, quote, muse. So it basically facilitates, I'm sorry guys, I can't talk today, facilitates our creative tendencies. Artists of all kind create it. Artists of all kinds credit dreams with inspiring some of their most creative work. Do you want to know something interesting? Wait, hold on, before I lose my thought. 
And I just think that, you know, when, like, like famous writers will be, have, like, a piece of paper next to their bed so they can write down things when they, like, wake up in the middle of the night with an idea for, like, a song? I think that maybe it comes from dreams that they can't remember. But anyways, yeah. So, I'm going to give a couple examples. One, Stephanie Myers, world-renowned author of the um, incredibly famous and popular uh, YA series, uh, Twilight. So, the way Twilight started was Stephanie Myers had a very vivid dream of, of, a, of a guy, an incredibly attractive guy, in a meadow, sparkling, and he just kept talking um, about how, you know, just, he, yeah, so she had this dream, and it was very vivid. She woke up and wrote down this dream that she had, and that character, that person was Edward Cullen, that became Edward Cullen, and that was the first scene she wrote of Twilight. Stephanie Myers did not write Twilight from front to back. She wrote the 11th chapter first, um, and then she wrote it to the end, and then she went back and wrote the beginning. So the chapter, it might not have been chapter 11, I think it was chapter 11, but whichever chapter is the meadow, that's the one she wrote first interesting cool so yeah definitely you can be like inspired um in your dreams and the reason for that is your logic filter turns off when you dream so it basically like takes all the restrictions off and like lets your creativeness flow another role that dreams may serve is as memory aids There is one widely held theory about the purpose of dreams is that they help you store important memories and things you've learned and get rid of unimportant memories. It also helps you sort through complicated thoughts and feelings. If you learn new information and sleep on it, you'll be able to recall it better than if asked to remember that information without the benefit of sleep. So that's why you need to get a good night of sleep if you're about to take a big test. Dreams may affect your memory storage and recall. Oh, never mind. It's not. <laughs> it's not totally um, confirmed how much your memory storage and recall is affected by dreams, but dreams may help the brain more efficiently store important information while blocking out stimuli that could interfere with memory and learning. <laughs> Okay, oh yeah, and here's another thing that I thought was interesting. Our mind is not inventing faces in our dreams. So we see real faces of real people that we've seen before, but we may not know or remember. Okay, but have you heard about the man that appears in everybody's dreams? No, I have not. You have it? Jillian, I have to show you a picture. Okay. Well, I showed it to my friend. Am I about to be, like, amazed? I don't know. Maybe you'll have seen him. The man that appears. I'm going to read the Wikipedia the Wikipedia article. Okay. This is him. I this have not man. seen that guy much. You know, okay, well, let me talk about him. So, um, basically, um, so about 15 years ago in 2006, um, there was... Uh, a patient who went to his psychiatrist um, and he draws the face of a man that has been appearing in his uh, dreams repeatedly 
Um, this man it has like kind of a round face, really big bushy eyebrows, and like he's kind of yeah. like bald on the top. With you can look up a picture of the man that everyone sees in his in their dreams, and you'll see him. But um, yeah. So this woman who is going to the psychiatrist, it's not a guy. Sorry, y'all. Um, so she draws the face of the dude, and he has given her advice in um some of her dreams uh, on more than one occasion so uh, about like stuff that's happened in her private life and she says she's never met this person so the he has the drawing on his desk the psychiatrist for a few days and then one day another patient comes in and recognizes the face from his dream yeah and says that the man has visited visited him in his dreams and he says he has never seen the man in his life so the psychiatrist sends the picture to like some of his like colleagues um, that have patients with recurrent dreams, and within a few months, four people have recognized this man in their dreams. So, uh, and they just call him the man, this man. So at least at this point, at least two thousand people claim to have seen him in their dreams, like all over the world. Just all over the world. But, like, how do we know they're telling the truth? Well, I mean, I guess we don't, but, like, that's just what people are, they claim. I have not seen this guy. Now, I'm interested to see if I will now see this guy in my dream since I've looked at him. Well, there's a lot of of theories about who the man is. So, no one has, like, no one has ever met someone who seemed to be this person. Like, no one can find who this person is supposed to be. That's creeping me out now. Right? But, like... So basically, basically, we're trying to find the dream man. So look him up, theories. and if you ever find a guy that looks like him, I don't know. He might be famous. He's been in multiple people's dreams. There's a lot of theories about who he is. Like some people think it's like people like mashing together the features of people like that they've seen before. One per like some people think it's the face of God himself, which is probably not That's, true. It's uh, just. Okay kind of interesting um yeah yeah. these are people like some people think that it's people these are people there are people that resemble the man but like you know no one knows who this man is so yeah so our brain basically has like an endless supply of characters to utilize in our dreams because we've seen them like just walking around like here's what i think when i think about dreams i think it's someone i've seen at disney world like, that's what I think. Um, which is pretty interesting. So, sleep, like, the amount of sleep you get also plays a factor in your dreams. Being sleep-deprived for a night or two can make parts of your brain much more active when you finally do slip into the REM sleep cycle. You're likely to have more vivid dreams if you have had some rest- restless nights. You're also more likely to recall those dreams. And I actually think this is completely true because I feel like when I, let's say after the weekend, like on Monday, when I feel like I wake up and I have a lot less hours of sleep, I'll be able to remember my dreams much better. And also when I'm just not sleeping good in general, I'll be able to remember them much better than when I'm sleeping good. Another role uh, in your dreams could be food. 
High-carb foods, for example, can give you quick energy, but after a while, they can leave you feeling down. Anything that affects your waking mood is likely to affect your unconscious mood as well. So if a sugar crash has you moping around all day, those feelings can carry over into your dreams. Also, food that causes you to wake up throughout the night may result in you waking up more frequently in the REM stage. When that happens, you'll probably remember more of your dreams. Obviously, good ways to sleep more soundly are exercise before morning. So if you like have bad nightmares or anything like that, it will be beneficial to start exercising in the morning to um, spend less time in your dreamy REM sleep cycle. Okay, how to remember your dreams. Now, there's this thing going around called the billionaire's morning routine. I'm sure some people have seen it. And one of the things that um, is recommended on it is to wake up and, like, write down your dreams and recall them. And this is supposed to take your subconscious, like, dream um, thoughts and, like, put them down on paper and basically, like, manifest them. Mm -hmm. Like, your good thoughts. Um... One of the reasons your dreams can be difficult to remember is that the brain chemical associated with memory, I'm going to buster this chemical, norepinephrine, norepinephrine, the brain's electrical activity that helps with recall are at their lowest levels when you're dreaming. In fact, if you have a dream but don't wake up during the dream, you won't be able to remember it. The dreams you remember are ones that are ongoing when you awaken. Two ways to recall your dreams is to tell yourself as you're falling asleep that you want to remember your dream. If that's your last thought, you may be more likely to wake up with the dream still fresh in your memory. Which that seems really weird to me. Do you think that would work? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try that and I'll give you guys an update next week. Um, since dream recall can be easily interrupted by even the slightest distraction, you should try to remember as much of your dream as soon as you wake up. Don't get out of bed or think about anything else. Try to grasp whatever image or memories you have of your dream and write them down on a pad next to your bed or on your smartphone. I definitely think this is true, too, because I like sometimes I'll wake up and I'll remember the dream that just happened. And then like five minutes later, I want to tell like my family what my weird dream was and I can't remember things in it. I only have a few dreams that I can remember like completely clearly still to this day. And I heard somewhere that it's kind of like a drum, like, hits in your brain and, like, the dream just kind of disappears. But sometimes the drum doesn't, like, get hit and so then you can remember it. Okay. Well, I'm not. That is not based on facts. That was just the something that I heard. I'm not sure where. So that might not be correct. Don't take that too, um, too seriously. Those are the roles that, um, dreams have. So... We're going to talk about sleep paralysis. So what this is, is basically, um, you might have had this and maybe you don't even know what it was. Now, Megan told me, now I'm like, maybe I do, I did have that one time. So like, I've never had it. Um, I think we're about to talk to my friend who has. So basically what happens during sleep paralysis is your body can't move. You can't speak. Um, but you can look, your eyes can move, so you can see around and you'll be in your room. So you're kind of half asleep, half awake, and your sleep paralysis demon, which looks different for everybody, 
but it can kind of it can it can be anything will like be in the room with you and it like I've never had it so I think we're gonna call okay my friend I'm just gonna say I think I might have had this I had this one dream a few years ago where I was laying in my bed and something burst through the window now y'all it was like a parrot that's what it looked like to me now I'm sitting in my bed I'm completely still I'm not sure if I'm asleep or I'm awake I have no clue I cannot move I'm like stick still I'm terrified that if I move this parrot will literally peck my eyes out and I was and it's just literally like sitting on my legs on top of me as I'm like stick still laying down and I'm like Oh my gosh, if I move, this parrot's literally going to kill me. And that's all I remember from it. I've, I've only had, the, I had that same dream twice. And that's the only thing I've ever experienced like sleep paralysis. But it sounds really scary and I'm glad I have not experienced anything else. I will say this like dream a few years ago was when I was really afraid of animals. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Okay, I'm gonna call her. I think I'm okay. So we're gonna call Megan's friend who has had sleep paralysis and ask her some questions about it. Do you mind if you have your name on the podcast? No, we don't have to have it. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We'll okay. just say your first name. So no, this is make my last name Chicken though. Okay, okay this is Ivy, Ivy Chicken. chicken. <laughs> so the reason okay, so the reason we are talking to you today uh is because we're doing our podcast topic about dreams and neither of us have had um sleep paralysis and we wanted to do a little bit of a section on it and i know that you have right yeah like Um, once or twice okay (laughs) so like well and you have nightmares i you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to but like, oh, it's cool. we just oh, wanted okay. to, we were just very interested in like, it's sleep. like some traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, look, well, you always describe them like it's a traumatic experience. So like, so yeah, we just wanted to. I guess it is in the moment, but I get over <laughs> Well, I don't have nightmares. Jillian does. I have I nightmares, but I've never had sleep paralysis. So, well, we do you want to of... tell her about your maybe sleep paralysis? Okay. So I had this one dream where I'm like. I'm stick still in my bed. A parrot bursts through the window. It sits right on my legs. And I can't move. I'm terrified. Because if I move, the parrot's going to literally peck my eyes out. But I couldn't move, like, at all. Like, what do you think? Is that similar to something that you, like, dreamed about? A parrot? A parrot. It's a parrot. Like, you think that's her sleep paralysis demon. (laughs) Oh, shoot. The Wi-Fi. Parrot? Yeah, I don't know. My, I think that if, if, if I think, I know I've already brought this up in the episode. I think that if I had a sleep, if I had sleep paralysis, my sleep paralysis demon would be the old Percy Jackson official art. But that's, that's just what I'm saying. So, why do, do you want to tell us about what's, what it's like to have sleep paralysis? Oh, um, okay. Well, I mean... I almost wet my pants, not gonna lie. I mean, I that's how it is. Okay, so, like, were you laying in your bed? Like, is that where you yes, were yeah, I mean, I Where, where do you think she would have been? Actually. Um, okay. I th- I've... And I was laying on the mattress. Okay. The yeah. weird the weird blow-up mattress thing. <laughs> okay. Um. So, did, like, like, what happened? Like, did someone come in the room and just, like, watch you? It, like, it was, like... 
Um, I didn't realize I was dreaming either until I mean, I was, like, same. I don't know. Yeah, that I'm I thought it was real. Yeah, I I felt the same way when I when I had that dream. Yeah, because the room. I I'd never been in that room that I was sleeping in before, so like it'd be weird to have memorized it. So I mm. thought I was awake because like it was in perfect details and everything. Mm. Yes, except there same, was just nasty, like there was this weird giant like it was less of a like physical being, but more of just this very strong presence. Okay, if like if a that ghost, makes sense. maybe. <laughs> like you can almost see it. Uh huh. Actually, okay. Well, I haven't had sleep paralysis. I don't think the closest thing I probably had to it is when I was really little, and we used to share a room. In uh, my bed was next to the closet. Um, and so if uh, one time, because if I was next to the closet, I would literally die. So Megan had to be next to the closet. One time, I left the closet door open, and I. Was laying there in my bed. I let I couldn't move to go and close the closet door. Um, but I could. I was looking at the closet and I couldn't look away. And this hand kept like this, like it wasn't a regular hand. It was like a creepy ghost uh, hand kept reaching out of the closet and no. going back in. And it happened for a really long time. No. So maybe that was. I don't know. That's so. Scary. I guess no, I couldn't. We were probably both like bro. eight, and That's this was no. Like, I, I was, was younger than eight when this happened. Maybe it was like seven. I was like five, probably. Oh <laughs> my gosh! It was, it was terrifying. Five-year-old Megan. Jeez. I was. I yeah, yeah. This was the time when like I was scared to like go to my bed once I turned the lights off. I was scared something was gonna reach me under the bed, so I had to like run, you know, and jump in the bed. <laughs> oh my goodness! At my old house, we had this. We had this like win. I had a window right above my bed. Oh my goodness. And it was ti- it wasn't a normal window either. It was like really tiny and it sucked. But I always thought that like people were spying on me <laughs> That's that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Type six. The Enneagram podcast is coming. Okay. Anyways. I would I I talked about you before. I talked about how you got scared. Yeah. Sometimes like I talked about how I talked about us at the theme park. Of the roller coaster. Yeah, that I don't blame you. Because <laughs> um, you're talking about how dreams are kind of like a manifestation of your like fears. Anyway, continue telling us about the sleep paralysis. Oh. Uh, like, how often do you have the sleep paralysis? It was paralysis like dreams? it was like it was the same. It was exactly the same when I woke up, except it was like brighter because it was daytime and stuff. Gotcha. And. It was exactly the same. I didn't even know I was dreaming. It was freaky. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's the same stuff that you hear about the, like, you can't move or speak. Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, bro, what y'all doing? But Is this the only time you've had it? It's the biggest memory of it, I guess. Because mm-hmm. it, it's the clearest I can remember it. Um, well... Maybe you should talk about, like, I'm sure we're going to talk about nightmares in, like, a second. So you want to talk about nightmares? Because oh, I don't I have, have them. I have recurring nightmares. Mm. I'm not normal. <laughs> mm. Well, 
I don't have reoccurring <gasps> dreams at all. I See, have, I, my dreams are there so. There was this weird thing. I had the same exact nightmare, like like once a month, every month for like several years. Ooh, that it is was really weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um, but uh yeah so like was, do you mind telling us about your reoccurring one you don't have to if you don't want to but well um it's cool um <laughs> it was you guys are gonna judge me it's, no, it's okay. it was this it was this red dragon <laughs> <laughs> it's better than a parrot <laughs> it was a red dragon but it, it was one of those like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was a red dragon, and it would it would come in my house. I'm sorry. Like, you cut out for a second. Can you go back? No. <laughs> okay, the dragon's in your house. The, the dragon dude's in my house, and he's like, you have three seconds to do <laughs> said task. And it, <laughs> he said that? It sounds really dumb, but at the time, I was, like, really scared. It was just this big booming voice echoing throughout the house of you three seconds. Like, I don't know, like, go this get sounds, them and go to sleep. This sounds like something. <laughs> if you're not doing that thing by the time I get there, you this, know, this bad sounds... things will happen. And sometimes it actually worked, except then it would, like, be like, okay, now you have three seconds to do this, and it would be harder, like, as it continues. Or if I failed the first time, or any time, then, like, the whole floor would just, like, fade out from from underneath me, and I would just fall into this, like, bottomless pit. And this happened once a month? (laughs) I would just fall until I woke up. (laughs) Hmm. Well, falling dreams mean something, right? Like, we're about to talk about what, like, different meanings of dreams. I like how your dreams are like nightmares and stuff and mine are usually about like that i remember are about meeting taylor swift okay well we probably thanks so much ivy I mean, yeah <laughs> okay well we yeah we gotta finish recording we do we probably but have to end the interview so but much. thanks for letting us talk to you of course yeah bye see ivy bye so do dreams have a deeper meaning? Dun, dun, dun. I don't think... I honestly... I'm not sure if they do, but we'll see. I guess we'll see. A surprising number of people believe that the answer to this question is yes. According to a poll conducted by Newsweek, a whopping 43% of Americans believe that dreams reveal unconscious desires and wishes. Okay. Have you ever had one of these dreams? You're falling. You're being chased. Failing a test, losing your teeth, naked in public, or flying. Though I'm not gonna lie, those sound like the most generic dreams I've ever heard. Well, these are I the have most not had any of these common. You've not had any? No. I have had ones where I'm being chased. Definitely, my most common is failing tests. Like who's I, chasing I, you? Um, I, I will go into that. Um, I have not had one i don't think where i was naked or losing my teeth i don't think i've ever flown i feel like i wish i could fly in my dreams that'd be cool and i don't think i've ever had one where i was falling either i have 
my okay well honestly i we'll get to this later but my dream i'm a dream i have very dramatic megan's like, are very, more like she's like living out some fantasy in her dream. yeah whereas yeah. mine are like terrifying <laughs> and i think it's like the difference like like i said i don't want to like relate dreams specifically to enneagram types again but i do think that has something to do with it personally I, no, I just think it's your own person, not even your name. Just okay, like, well, which obviously yeah. that contributes to your own person. That's part well, of I'm as a person am like a very um, I don't know how to explain. Like I'm a romantic. I rely on like I have I have a very romanticized idea of what my life needs to be, right? And so I I usually see that reflected in my dreams, which we will get Interesting. to. Interesting. Well, I will say one of the most I I have a dream about failing my tests almost every single week. I, I would say have, there's always a new test that I'm always scared about, and then I wake up and I literally think that I've failed it, and I have this like horrible feeling that I failed the test when I wake up. And by the way, y'all, I have not failed a test since like I like why do I have this irrational feel of failing of failing a test when I literally study so hard? I don't understand. It's so stupid. But I will say one of my more interesting dreams of being chased was Lord Voldemort was chasing me in my own house. I was running around and it was weird, but Lord Voldemort had a dagger and he was trying to hit me with the dagger. Not a wand. He was trying to like kill me with the dagger and I was like running around screaming, scared. And I actually ran into Megan's room, like through our bathroom into Megan's room and I was alone and I thought Lord Voldemort was going to kill me. Yeah, that was my being chased. I don't remember ever having a dream about being chased. I'm trying to... I don't... Yeah, I don't think I have. Maybe I have and I just don't remember. But I feel like I would remember if it was that important, you know? So, did dreams really have hidden meanings? Can you learn your unconscious wishes and desires by interpreting your dreams? The reason I... Like I said, I am kind of superstitious. But I don't think that that's true because I already... I I know my desires when I'm awake. And... I'm a person that daydreams as well, so I don't know. I, th- I feel I like you can know that it. stuff without having to I find out in your dreams. Think about it like that mirror in Harry Potter. What is that? The mirror of Erisan. I kind of think of it like that. That's what I feel like dreams are. Like they show you what you it's, want. It's even deeper. Like sometimes I wish there was some kind of machine that just could like read my brain and tell me like exactly what percent I feel about something. Like. What percent do I uh like would like to have this job in the future? Um, how much percent do would I personally love? I don't know, uh, uh, whatever type of car. Like, I wish I could like know exactly how much that I like something. Is that weird? A little bit. <laughs> Anyways, back to the questions. While most modern theories of dreams suggest that the answer is no to do dreams really have hidden meanings, this hasn't stopped interpreters and analysts from publishing a whole host of dream dictionaries dictionaries that identify what types of common dreams and themes and symbols really mean. Let's take a closer look at some of the most common dreams and what some of the most popular dream interpretation books have to say about them. Number one, dreams about falling. Dreams about falling from great heights are very common. While there is a popular myth that if you hit the ground in your dream, you will die in real life, it simply is not true. So what exactly could dreams about falling really mean? 
According to many popular interpretations, at least one study of people falling in their dreams is a sign that something in your life isn't going well. It might suggest that you need to rethink a choice or consider a new direction in some area of your life. So, it's a very common symbol of fear in your real life. Falling often expresses you need to let yourself go and enjoy life more. So, actually, I want to talk about that because I've had... I can only, I think I've only had about maybe two falling dreams. Now, I dream every night, and I usually remember my dreams, okay? See, Megan's lucky. Megan can, Megan, I don't think Megan has the drum in her brain that, like, hits. Like, she can remember most of hers. I can't really remember mine, usually. Yeah, I remember my dream last night. So, I, this dream specifically sticks out to me. So, I am falling I'm looking up from the place that I fell, and I'm fell- I'm falling off of several, like, staircases slash the landing of the staircase, so I'm, like, falling, and it keeps changing the room or stair- with the staircase that I'm <gasps> like falling Like Harry from. Potter. This is just well, turning into Harry no, Potter dreams. No, because it's not- it's changing locations. Like, I- like, maybe it was, like- I remember one was, like, dark purplish pink, and another was, like- there's just different ones, like- and it'll be, like, one of them is, like, I'm- one of them i was falling and it was off a hospital staircase there's a lot of different it's just multiple staircases from like different locations and then um i when i hit the ground i wake up okay gotcha cool um so you went through different locations um this is interesting because actually our cat okay so at our old house we're gonna we call it the old house and the new house but at a house we lived at before we had a staircase that had little like wooden railing uh-huh. and it had like railing that where you could like had openings in it and it was big enough for our cat to like go outside and like basically step out to where she was just like on her own little ledge of the landing and she could and she, one time she fell and I kid you not my dad was walking by at that exact moment and was able to catch her Isn't I don't crazy? remember this Okay, well, I definitely remember it's definitely happened, and that is literally the most crazy events I cannot believe. Like, he, he didn't exactly catch her, he kind of, like, broke her fall, but I'm really yeah. glad he was there, because we love our kitty, and we don't want her to get hurt. Okay. Number two, dreams about being naked in public. I've never had one of these. I haven't either. Have you ever had one of those awkward dreams where you show up at school or the office in nothing but your birthday suit? Don't worry, dreaming about being naked is hardly unusual. This dream may indicate that you feel like a phony or that you are afraid of revealing your imperfections and shortcomings. Huh. Well, I guess we don't have any imperfections. No, no, I'm kidding. Number three. This is why I'm skeptical about it. Because it's like, you know, everybody goes through this stuff, but not everybody has these dreams about it. Like, you know. I would say maybe people who have more issues like in each of these um like dreams common dreams um i feel like the stronger your feelings are on that specific fear maybe the more likely you are to have that dream maybe i don't know dreams about being chased these types of dreams are very common and particularly terrifying Dream interpreters often suggest that such dreams mean that you are trying to avoid something in your daily life. A desire to escape from your own fears or desires. 
I just think that these are too broad. Being chased by an animal might indicate that you are hiding from your own anger, passions, and other feelings. If your pursuer is a mysterious, unknown figure, it might represent a childhood, a, a childhood experience of past trauma. Studies have also shown that those approaching the end of life and loved ones around them experience significant and meaningful dreams, often relating to a comforting presence, preparing to go, watching or engaging with the deceased, loved ones, waiting, distressing experiences, and unfinished business. Huh. That one's kind of deep. Okay, number six, dreams about taking a test. Okay, so it might reveal an underlying fear of failure. Studies have also found that dreams of this nature are common. Well, no duh. If you're being chased by someone of the opposite sex, Chris suggests that it means you are afraid of love or haunted by a past relationship. Hmm. See, is that more specific for you? Hmm. Megan's still being a skeptic. I mean, I do think that dreams can tell you something. I just don't know if... I don't know. Dreams about losing teeth. Dreams about losing teeth can have multiple meanings. It might mean that you are worried about your attractiveness or appearance. It might also indicate that you are concerned about your ability to communicate or concerned that you might have said something embarrassing. Huh. I've never had one of those, have you? Uh, I mean, no, I have not. Well, your teeth falling out, I have not. Dreams about dying. Death is another common subject that can be particularly disconcerting. Hmm. Dreamers sometimes dream of death of a loved one or even dream of dying themselves. Um, this can uh, reflect anxiety about change or a fear of the unknown. Being late or unprepared shows that you feel unprepared for the challenges of waking life. I have those a lot, so... Hmm. Dreams about infidelity. And it smells like infidelity, he says. That ain't my number on his phone. That's not that the lyric. That ain't my on a joint account. That's not oh, the lyric. no doubt. Catch you on a call now. You just said that ain't my number okay, on his phone. Okay, whatever. It's literally this, basically the same thing. It's That ain't my Merlot mouth. on his mouth. Yeah, number on his phone. That's in there somewhere. No. Yeah, it is. It's not. Yes, it I is. I will look it up. I will look. It definitely No is. body, no crime. It's, I don't know what to tell you, Jane. Okay, well, not while you're looking up the lyrics to that, I'm going to talk about dreams about infidelity. Dream that your spouse or romantic partner is cheating on you with someone else can be incredibly distressing. And some people start to wonder if the dream might be true. Ooh. Does this mean that it might happen if you have dreams about it? Or is it already happening? Wow. Anxiety. Interesting. I've never had one of those. Have you? No. Okay, number nine, last one. Dreams about pregnancy. <gasps> what? Have you had a dream? Um, what? Well, hold on. I there was a time a little bit ago when I had some dreams about getting pregnant and I had a baby and the father was Andy from the office <laughs> and we had a baby together 
it was just it was just about me getting pregnant and i had the baby jem delivered the baby oh my gosh yeah we were yeah um what was its name um i think it was like daisy he had red hair um katie perry song but then i think aaron from the office is like really jealous of me and wow yeah it, it was a whole thing wow okay after i had it yeah i didn't have a dream about that so dreams about pregnancy might represent a woman's fears of being an inadequate mother on the other hand they could also suggest that a dreamer is developing some area of potential or deepening friendship or relationship wow that is interesting megan Anyways, uh, this, most of this section of, um, our podcast has, uh, been cited from Very Well Mind, the article called Nine Common Dreams and What They Supposedly Mean, so definitely all credit to them, written by Kendra Cherry, um, all this research was from them, Very Well Mind. So, I just wanted to, like, talk real quick about some of our most interesting dreams. All right. So, I'm going to share two of my most interesting, I think, dreams. Okay, first. I'm walking through this town. It's kind of like the Disney Channel original movie Halloween Town. It's kind of like that town. I'm walking through, and then I see this shop. I go in, and... There's, like, a witch, a legit witch running the shop, and she has these cupcakes, and I know the cupcakes are poisoned, and all the little kids, there were little kids walking with me. It was like I was in a class. We all went in, and they were all eating the cupcakes, and I was like, I know there's poison in this cupcake, but I cannot help it. I want to eat this cupcake so bad, and so I ate it, and I was poisoned. I don't know what that says. I don't know what that means, but that was one. My number two. This one um, was really scary. So, for some reason, I'm in a basketball game with my two sisters, Megan and my little sister, Shelby. And for some reason, I'm there alone. And also in this dream, I'm, like, probably 10 years old. So, that would make Shelby, like, 7 years old and Megan also 10. So, as we're leaving this game, I go to hop in the car. And there's this guy, and he walks up to the car, and he sticks, like, a pool stick. You know, like, pool in the game you play on the little green table? Like, he sticks a pool stick into the car as, into the car door as I'm, like, closing it, and it, like, snaps off. And then I get really scared. I'm like, why did he just stick that in there? Then he goes around, and he, um, opens the front of the car and gets in, and he pulls out a gun. Now, what do you think I do? I take out my little pink purse I'm holding, and I hit him in the face. Now, when I'm listening to this, I'm like, that is so stupid. Why would you hit the person who's about to kill you in the face with a little purse? But I did. I protected my sisters. Uh, The dude obviously was knocked out by my little pink purse. I don't know why, because I know uh, when I was 10 years old, I do not have the strength to hit someone in the head with my purse and knock them out. But they were knocked out and I saved my sisters. I don't know what that dream is about. I don't know what it says about me. But that was it. Megan? Well, I do remember a dream. Okay. Okay. Concise. So, basically, there was this, uh, I got this message and it said that they were going to be sending a bus to my house. 
and that I needed to, okay, I needed to get on the bus, and so, um, so I asked my mom, she said I could, so I got on the bus, and they, so they take me to this place, they sit in this, like, theater with a bunch of other people, and this person comes out, and they say, guys, you guys have been selected to meet Taylor Swift, so I, so uh, all of the people were there to go to the Taylor Swift concert. Like, we were all, like, being surprised getting to go to a Taylor Swift concert. But they were picking a few people to go meet Taylor Swift. And I was one of the people who was picked. So I went back there. And I got to meet her. And it was amazing. And then the concert was about to start, so she had to go. And they let us go out there. And I'd get, and get seated on the front row. And... My best friend, Ivy, who was just on the podcast, was there too. And it turned out that she had been sent. She had came on another bus. She had come from a different state that she was living in. And she had been selected to come to the concert, but not to meet Taylor. And so we were, the concert was about to start. And so then they get out the opening act and he was really bad. And we started making fun of it. Obviously not Sean. It wasn't Sean because he opened 1989. It was some other guy, um, and so we started making fun and laughing, and then we got kicked out of the concert, and that was the dream. Wow. You got anything else? Yeah, I think that's about it. I do remember one other where this, like, uh, team of, like, bombers came into our house. Like, they were, like, Germans or something, and, but it was, like, we were, like, at war with them, but, like, in my house, and basically, Shelby, my little sister, double-crossed us and joined the Germans to help destroy us. Um, which, obviously, I don't think this is, like, current-day Germans. Uh, definitely not. No, we love Germany. This was, like, this was, like, like back, like, in, like, World War Two, where, like, they were, like, evil or... You know what? You know what? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-say this. Uh, this, like, team of bombers came into our house and we were at like at war with these like people that were like trying to like kill us like with bombs and uh basically my little sister shelby double crossed us and went to go join the bombers so yeah that was that was weird it was definitely a weird dream um that about concludes our our dream what about lucid dreams oh okay yeah megan um wants to talk about lucid dreams okay so Lucid dreams. Oh, and daydreams. Can we talk about daydreams too? Sure. So, um, lucid dreams are basically when you are dreaming, however you are aware that you're dreaming, and it feels less like a dream and more like reality, and so you can do whatever you want in this dream. You can do anything. It's kind of like the uh, t- the uh, shifting trend. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. So shifting is basically this thing where you shift to a reality that you create, like like it could be a fictional reality. Oh, yeah, like I've heard that some Harry people Potter. can like control where their dreams are. Yeah, but sh- uh, shifting is kind of like that. See, I am a writer, and so when I have dreams, like sometimes I'll wake up, and I had a dream that gave me inspiration for something, and I'll write that down. And I've thought about shifting so I could go to the place that I'm writing about and stuff to kind of 
secure it more in my mind and Have write it better. Have you ever done it to work? No, I've never tried to shift, but I've thought about doing it. I just thought about a dream that I just had very recently. But keep going, keep going. So, lucid dreams. So, you a way you can go into lucid dreams is kind of while you're dreaming, you can kind of try and be aware. So, like, while you're dreaming, there's, like, a few different ways you could do it. Like, you can look down and as you're walking. And if you're not touching the ground, because you can't, your body can't mimic actual walking when you're dreaming. So, you'll be floating. And then you'll realize you're dreaming. And so instead of, and then your body will try and link you up, but don't. Yeah, I feel wake. like whenever I realize I'm dreaming, that's when I wake up. But tell yourself, hey, I'm in a dream. I don't need to wake up. I can uh, do whatever I want in this dream. And then you can kind of start to control your dream. You can do anything you want. Talk to anyone you want. You can fly. You can do whatever. Um, there are, like. Have there, you ever accomplished this? No. I kind of want to like some benefits to having them like for one thing they can help they can give you less anxiety because anxiety is kind of about worrying about things you can't control and you can control everything uh it can help your problem solving and give you more creativity but there are like also it can cause you to not have as good sleep um and it can like people who have like certain mental disorders might like be confused like, it might cause them issues. Like I said, also, another way you can have them is to write your dreams down when you wake up in a dream diary. Like, there's also a way you can do it where um, you wake up after you've slept for five hours. You'll stay awake for, like, a little bit. And then go back to sleep and try and lucid dream. But, yeah, that's lucid dreaming. Like, I heard you're not supposed to kill people in your lucid oh, dreams. Because yeah. it's kind of like killing a part of yourself, I guess. I don't know. Um, so the length of dreams can vary. They may last from a few seconds or 20 to 30 minutes. So, but they're probably not any longer than that. So really you get a lot of solid sleep even if you do lucid dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so that about concludes this segment of the podcast. We hope you learned something interesting about dreams. So recently the new Disney Plus show that I think followed WandaVision for Disney Plus, which is called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I can never get that name right. Uh, recently, it came out, and I've watched the first episode. Megan has watched the first two. We're watching them as they come out, and surprisingly, it was really good, right? S- surprisingly well okay we thought it was gonna be really like action-packed but it had a little bit of everything um so we're super excited for that you know and Um, the second episode it uh i think the show talks about a lot of like issues with like race which i think is really cool and important so uh definitely um yeah because you know sometimes like especially like within superheroes like i feel like the superhero like uh arsenal is just not very inclusive like yeah like like if you think about all the original avengers are just white guys like i mean except for black widow who's a white woman (laughs) yeah and like I don't know. I just think that there's kind of like a way that we just like sometimes you just don't really acknowledge all of those issues 
like it's kind of like even if you have black superheroes or superheroes or people of color you don't really acknowledge the racism but this does so yes um so it's awesome that we are finally getting a new captain america even though we will miss our originals um and the show is really interesting if you haven't given it a listen um i think oh my goodness a watch (laughs) and i think it was really smart of disney plus to capitalize on the wandavision buzz and hop right onto it with this new show and they're coming out with a bunch of others so if you haven't seen it it's definitely worth a watch um as we're going through it we will hopefully give updates or we could maybe do an episode on it um but yeah that's a new show that has been out and uh maybe try and go watch we're sorry if you could hear our cat purring in that last segment or this segment she's very loud isn't she yeah she's so cute um so we're gonna go with our how being a teenager sucked this week and how it was kind of good so um let's see i'm gonna go for sucky first so we're recording this after I we recorded the first part of the podcast and I spent like an hour and a half editing it and then it didn't save. So then I had to spend another hour re-editing it. So that was really sucky. Mm. Yeah. Megan, what about you? Uh, Our cat is being so loud. Sorry. Why it being so... It, I had to have... Uh, surgery on my teeth. Oh, yeah. Megan had surgery. And she's kind of recovered? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was, um, not fun. Uh, are good, though. I passed my driver's license. So, I actually meant to say driver's permit test. Permit. Not license. I still can't drive. No, no. I just passed the book test. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> Test. I got my driver's license last week. Yes, if you haven't listened to our Olivia Rodrigo episode, it was pretty <laughs> good if we do say so ourselves. Go check out Olivia's new song, <gasps> Deja Vu. Oh yeah, it's Deja Vu so just came out, and oh my goodness. I know you get Deja Vu. Her outfits in the music video were absolutely amazing. The green dress. Oh, I can't. Um, But Megan, what was your good this week? Oh my gosh, the cat is literally, uh, like, nuzzling the computer. It was so spring cool. break, so I have school. That was my good. Yeah, we were actually, even though we didn't go anywhere, we were still kind of busy. I was like, oh, wait, it's over? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so, that wraps up the pod. We hope everyone had an amazing week and will have another amazing week. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time. Bye. Bye.